Boom. Welcome to Salgapur's podcast. And this episode is about this great movie called The Great Indian Kitchen, a Malayalam movie. So before we get started with this podcast, I want you folks to do one thing for me. I want you to pause this podcast right here. Go watch that movie. I'll put the links in the description. Go watch that movie and then come back. There are two reasons why you should do that. One is you would you would uh, make sense of this podcast better. Number two, there will be spoilers. So I, don't, I hope we don't spoil the movie for you. So pause, go watch the movie right there. It's a brilliant movie. I'm 100% sure you'll enjoy it. And then come back to this podcast. Now, I have my friend Ramya on this podcast. This podcast was long overdue. I had, I had to do one with you. I just, I couldn't pick a better topic. Thank you very much for Thank your you presence. So and you. folks, she's a writer. She wrote for the Caravan magazine. She wrote for Open the magazine and she's a brilliant writer. And she's one of the reasons why I stopped writing myself because I used to write a silly blog and movies. And then I saw her writing and a few others and I'm like, I'll never be as good as this. So, so just fuck it. So I'm like, I gave very up. Strange. But I think I, let me just set the record straight. I used to write a long time ago, but then it just comes and goes. So I wouldn't... I don't even think of myself as a writer. I think mm. of myself as somebody, I don't know, it just keeps changing from time to time. <laughs> so right now, if you had to introduce me as somebody who does a particular thing, I take care of a lot of cats. So mm -mm. I think that's really, that's really uh, the truth of what I do these days. I take care of cats. Sure. And, um, well, and, let's yeah, not divert from to... the fact that you're pretty great with your words and pen. <laughs> or typewriter, Fine. whatever that you use it. <laughs> and um, yeah, we are talking about this movie, Ramya. Why are we talking about this? What is this movie about? Why should everyone watch it? Just let's just jump into it straight away. Okay. What I is this movie about though? Very quickly. Okay. Very quickly. I think this movie follows the, uh, the, the it's actually, I think it's set uh, across a couple of months, I would say. Hmm. And it follows the, I don't know, the life of uh, this woman who is nameless. All the characters in this movie are nameless. They could be anybody anywhere. But in this movie particularly, I think they're somewhere uh, in uh, Korikot in uh, Kerala. Sure. And uh, it, it's the story of this woman, this young woman who gets married. And so then according to Hindu customs, she leaves the house uh, she was born in and then she goes to the you know, the husband's house and everything is really new. And there are these uh, hints that her family is not as conservative uh, and the family that she's come into is extremely orthodox. So what are the struggles that she goes through and uh, how does it all come to a head? What are the decisions that she takes? What are the struggles, the big ones, the small ones? And finally, you know, how sure. the, the, yeah, I don't want to talk about how the movie ends, but it definitely is about the story of this young woman. Yeah. Um, a very it, small part of her life, actually. We don't yeah. really know very much about her before uh, yeah. the, the, the movie begins and after. But yeah, those couple of months is what we get to see. And this is also the story of millions and millions of women around definitely, our country, definitely. across religion, yeah. across caste. Yeah. And not yeah. only India, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's across subcontinent yeah. as well. If not, yeah. Why, yeah, why is that? Definitely. Why is that so? Yeah. Why is that so? Um, so I, so when I saw the movie, I could not see myself in it. I will be very honest hmm. because I grew up in a household where I was always you know, given the space to study, hmm. um, you know, go to school, not actually participate in housework. Uh, so I could actually not see myself as the character played brilliantly by uh, Nimisha Sajjan. 
mm. uh, the young woman, the protagonist. But I could definitely see my mother in her. Mm. I could see my mother's sisters in her. I could see, you know, so many women that I know in her. Uh, so and that that is my perception mm. that this movie can resonate with anybody who uh, who labors a lot without being thanked for it, without being compensated appropriately for it. Right. So when when I said what is this movie about, it is basically about. the labor of desi yeah. women in kitchen obviously many women across the world yeah. but we are talking about desi women as desi people yeah. it it talks mm-hmm. about the labor of desi women in kitchen right what could be so laborious about kitchen it's just cooking right oh. like let me be at this devil devil's advocate of an asshole uh, for for uh, every now and then in in this gonna, podcast gonna, right and, okay you're going to be the asshole yeah <laughs> Oh, why not, Jeev? There are so many assholes. Let's be nice together. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. No, but but the question is, what can be so tough about cooking? It's cooking. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. women women should cook and they'll cook. And what's so special about right. it? Why should we even talk about it? It's just so natural. I mean, oh, yeah. Movie actually does a very brilliant job of showing you everything that you know goes on uh, in the kitchen, right? Mm. And also, I'd like to correct you. It's not even though the movie says great Indian kitchen, and even though most of the shots, like the movie, runs for an hour, an hour and a half, approximately. Mm. and i would say that nearly 40 minutes the shots are just within the kitchen right and that's just a ballpark i could be wrong yeah but actually the labor uh, uh, that this woman goes through and also the character of usha the the, the house help that you know comes in sure. uh, from time to time it's not just in the kitchen as well right uh, they they're cleaning the house also and they're taking care of the compost pit as well so it's not just the kitchen but definitely the focus is on the kitchen and right. one of the things that i like about this movie is how in the beginning uh, i don't know if you remember the beginning of the movie you right. see all this brilliant food that's being made yes you no know, bri- and i don't even know the names of half of these foods but they all look extremely tasty mm. um so the movie transitions from showing you just how the, the end products yeah. right you just see the brilliant end products you don't really see the labor that that goes into it but as the movie progresses you see the the, the sheer amount of work that goes into managing mm. a kitchen yeah. and how these managers you you could have the character of nimisha she's yeah. one of the managers but before nimisha is this you know really interesting character of uh, her uh, mother-in-law the mother-in-law yeah. right and you have the character of usha mm. all these three women you know they 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 are all managers in one sense sure. but they're not compensated they're not respected mm. at all for the work that they do right uh, so yeah to answer your question what why why is it so hard so if you look at some of the shots you know and most of the shots at least in the beginning of the movie Uh, I, forget about the forget about the shots right like for example i'm like for, I, i appreciate my mom's kebab like for example oh mom chese pachadi oh my mom's kebabs my i have a bunch of uh, meat dumplings in my fridge that i all i have to do is just basically fry and eat and i just they're right. so wonderful and i just show off it yeah. my friends what right. we don't care about our mom's pickles or pachadis or our meatballs the wonderful balls is they took 5 hours to prepare that thing not just that See, you know to, i was coming to, i was i was going to answer your question what is sure. it that goes into all of this right sure. so when you have to plan something you know some sometimes people are like you know the woman asks what do you want me to make mm. and the husband or the children they're like just make whatever that is mm. the worst answer you could give somebody mm. somebody who has spent so much time just in the kitchen sure the, the most difficult part is preparation to make something that is both nutritious and not boring the decision fatigue of it 
exactly you make dosa three times a day and your husband and your kids are like mm. you know so, so so number one preparation right you need to have everything first you need and, and nothing seem, needs to go you know nothing needs to be rotten they all have to be in good condition especially yeah. in that household they don't even have leftovers right oh my god we'll yeah. talk about that yeah yeah they don't even so everything has to be fresh mm. everything has to taste a certain way and in that particular house the chutney needs to be ground by hand mm. and uh, the the rice has to be cooked on the wood stove so the first thing is so much preparation has to go into it and then comes the actual cooking so when it comes to things like especially like dosa and i don't know other things you you have to be on your toes all the time because you know you have to have like every dosa have, should be spot on right hard. exactly yeah. spot on and hot right so so there's the preparation there's the actual making of it and then the part that you know the movie focuses on the clean up mm. which nobody seems to want to partake in right because the men are so entitled that they leave such a horrible mess and this i've seen in real life especially with drums of course like yeah of like course. people just it's not really a man woman thing i've seen all kinds of people do it, but the clean up is always when Mm. unless it's one exceptional man whom we are not going to talk about because we are not talking about exceptional men we're talking about all men right, right. so uh, so 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 the men and the women they seem to eat a particular way but the mm. clean up is always delegated to the women so mm. the dis- also in 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 households like these where the men are so entitled and the women seem to just go with the flow uh, until somebody like nimisha comes along mm. the women are, are always uh, you know it's just assumed that the first course goes to the man Yes. He makes a mess of it. There's no sambar left. There's no chutney left. And then the the women come and then they they eat the leftovers. Um so yeah, so this is what goes into it, you know, the the prep, the cutting, the chopping, the cooking, the serving and the cleaning. And being the entitled man that I was uh, before the lockdown and I had to cook myself for uh, in in the lockdown, what I realized is the easiest part of cooking is the cooking itself. What comes before and after is shit. Mm. and and the fact that we don't care we don't care we are just out there where we are like mom ke hath ka khana pyar se milta hai mom is making it out of pyar and we won't we, we don't do anything in return because it's pyar there is no return in pyar yeah. you know we yeah. brush that aside in fact, i in fact i had this one uh, really intense conversation with my dad mm. uh, and my mom was also in the room at that time i remember she was very quiet because whenever we have these political discussions she becomes very quiet because she does not want us to argue mm. uh and she always seems to know where the discussion is going to go where we're just going to yell at each other sure so then uh, i was talking to my dad about how this work is thankless you know this 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 unpaid labor is really thankless and he's like you know the, you know not every uh, uh kind of labor is compensated with money women do this for satisfaction you know yeah let's let, let's talk about this okay kamal hasan in tamil nadu bought a policy that you know homemakers or what we call housewives yeah. should be compensated and for which the most knowledgeable kangana rana tweeted that you know don't uh, monetize our work and uh, as labor i remember this yeah. and then and, and and i checked with my mom as well i'm like don't you think you should be compensated i'm like no like satisfaction is my salary that's my salary mm-hmm. and i do it for that so for me you know doing your laundry doing your dishes and mm. making food for you making tasty food for you and i i kind mm. of get the satisfaction because like when i cook for my family and mm. they all eat i'm like yo this is cool i i i'm glad that they enjoyed my food right but right. that was just once i didn't do that for 30 years three times a day i just have one question i just yeah. have one question what what is your day job it 
can I uh, pay you in satisfaction? No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get paid. I mean, I, even I, if I even if I get satisfaction for for what I do, is that enough? But no, you're no. satisfied. Come on. No. No, you're satisfied. This you, you, your life has a purpose now, which is to do your uh, IT job. Exactly. So, but I need money, right? Like I, <laughs> you know, I need fucking promotions and all that. So, but, so you see, there are two things going on here. Firstly, it's that it's a, so this is very important because in the movie, hmm. the woman Nimisha's character is not allowed to have a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's not allowed to have a job. In 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 that sense, she's not allowed to have financial independence. Yes. She's not allowed to have money that can allow for her to do the things that she actually wants to do. Sure. So she has to keep doing this if she wants to be fed and clothed. Yeah. Right. And that's the case with. Uh, I feel like that's the case with a lot of. Uh, Let me bring my inner asshole here. So you know why are women complaining for working? Like housewife, homemaker women are complaining for working so much. You're getting shelter. You're getting food. What could go wrong? What about respect? Okay, when you work in the office, you get money. You get something for the stuff that you've done. Mm. It's. It doesn't matter. I'm not even saying that you know you're getting. Uh, you know you're getting a promotion, so it means you're respected. I don't give a shit. Mm. for the work that you put in for the 8 hours that you're at work you're being compensated for it right uh, and this can actually go this this actually gives you respect in the the, the society that you are a part of yeah. because you're not see let's let's look at it this way if you don't get money from any of the jobs that you do you know you could have a main hustle you could have a side hustle let's just say that none of these things pay you any money mm. right everybody says you know these are your duties as a man in society we're not yeah. going to pay you you just have to feel satisfied at some point you're going to be homeless you're going to be on the street how do how are homeless people treated not just in india anywhere especially in india we treat yeah. them like shit yeah. right yeah so so nobody wants to be treated because there is no security there mm. if i have money i feel secure yeah. that's the reason why people work yeah right sure. to assume that to assume that if you're married to a man he'll automatically make you feel secure that's a very precarious position that you're putting yourself in and also and, 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 sure, can sorry, you just say one thing sure sure earlier you asked me what is this movie about hmm. and uh, i was think i was saying all sorts of things but i think i can just sum it up in one word actually this movie is about self respect hmm. this movie is about knowing that you're being taken for a ride that you that, that you're being taken advantage of right that you put in so much work on an on a daily basis you put in so much work you're also you're also raped you're also sexually abused you're not allowed um, actually you know there's no room for you to tell the truth there's mm. no room for you to express dissent right there's no room for you to even relax ironically the only time she gets to relax is when she ha- she's on her period but yeah. the thing is she she can't do anything when she's on her period because she's shut up in a room So sure. what kind of a relaxation is that right so what i'm trying to say is this movie is about self respect so for those women and there are lots of women like this because uh, you know patriarchy can't just be run and managed by men the mm. women also are a part of it and they they they're helping they're enabling the men uphold it sure. right so by 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 not lending solidarity by not realizing that they're being taken for a ride mm. you only realize that when you have self respect when when you respect yourself as a creature Who, yeah. you know who has certain rights the right to leisure right that's a very important right sure. the right to have some free time for yourself 
the right to be financially independent, the right to have some property that you can call your own, where you can mm. feel safe in. When you don't have these things, when you don't recognize that you are a creature who has these rights, you're automatically, you feel very defensive when somebody comes up and says, this culture is really bad. You're like, what? This culture is great. Look at me. I have a man who takes care of me. Great. He takes care of you. But for how long? Where is the security in that? Yeah. For people who compare this as a job, so let me let's just do that comparison for their sake, you know. Like, so basically, if you can imagine the woman who's getting married to a household, assuming that she lives with the mother-in-law and the father-in-law, she's signing up for a job where she's not paid. She's given food and clothing and shelter, but she doesn't have the option to resign. Okay, there is no promotion. All right, and and there is no break. There is no weekend. There is no let's switch off at six p.m. and just chill. All right. There is no weekend. There is no vacation. All right. Even in the how ironic is this? You call it vacation. Like even in the vac- even even in the vacation, it's it's work. It's work. You're packing your husband's clothing. Your more work because if, you, if not just that, if you look at uh, uh, I'm familiar with uh, Hindu festivals, uh-huh. so I'm just going to talk about Hindu festivals for a little bit. So, I can relate. Uh, yeah. Just, okay, fine. On a normal day, you have. Uh, you know, the woman working from, let's say, my, my mother, I'll just take my mother example. She wakes up at 4.30 yeah. and she goes to bed at 11. So that's mm. a lot of work, right? On festivals, uh, the husband comes home because there's no work. It could be pongal, it could be whatever. Yeah, holiday, whatever. holiday. But the woman has extra holiday, but for the woman, it's extra work, man. Because especially yeah. for women who believe in these uh, festivals and all, there's all, there's all kinds of Muhurtams and Rao Kalams that you have to take into account, which means yeah. that you have these time limits and deadlines and everything has to be cra- It does not feel like a holiday. Yeah. Nothing about it feels yeah. like a holiday. So you're, you're, and, uh, women, you're signing up. Uh, the women in my life don't, yeah. don't even complain, complain about it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, you're signing up for a job which gives you very little in return in the form of food and clothing, which you make it seem like it's everything. Like she can get that anywhere if you let her work mm. by herself, mm. educate her and let her do mm. a job. You know, when you're saying you're compensating a woman for her work by food and shelter, you're actually robbing her opportunity to earn that food and shelter and then giving it back. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is not exactly fucking compensation. That's not how it works, right? That's not how it works. Say you're working for an IT company and it gives you salary. But imagine if you're working for an IT company, but it grabs your car back and then gives mm. you the compensation of the car. But that's not compensation, right? Like, what are you talking about? It's fraud. Yeah. It's fraud. It's yeah. like, it's it's like... If you, if you're, so if you, you, yeah, if you're, if you, I'm sorry, just really come. If you don't mm-hmm. accept a corporation doing it, how do you accept society mm-hmm. doing it? a homemaker see i think what we need to look at uh, are these and, and the movie really also uh, highlights it i sure. don't know if you remember this one scene where suraj's character he's a teacher right the husband yeah for 11 and 12 the husband sure. is a teacher sure and uh, this is he's taking a sociology class and he's yeah. like, what is a family family is a universal structure mm. and family has marriage uh, sorry family has uh, a man and a woman united by marriage with or without children this is the definition that sure. he gives so i think what this movie is also trying to say is that family is an oppressive structure for the women for the women involved mm. right oppressive in what sense in the sense that she's not allowed to realize her true potential yes she's not allowed going back to what i said earlier i just want to give a few examples you know these mm. are very very small examples but very relatable right so uh, so the first thing i wanted to say was uh, you know there's no room for truth telling you know mm. let us say that i'm in a relationship with someone and i feel like this person is not treating me right mm. i think 
that where I am in my life right now, I have the courage and self-respect to say, hey, you're not treating me right. Can we not do this yeah. and have a conversation about this? Nimisha's character tries to do that. Yeah. She tries to say to him, you know, you have uh, table manners in that Calicadarbar hotel. Yes. What happens to your manners at home? Right. But his ego is so fragile that even though she, 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 she says it like a joke, mm. he, make, he takes it so seriously and makes her apologize for it. And she does it so grudgingly. Yeah. So number one, in, in a structure like this, in, in an oppressive structure like this, there is no room for you to express yourself. Sure. You can't tell the truth about the oppression that you're feeling because she has a problem with having to clean up after him. She mm. hates it. Yeah. She hates having to do it. And I love that about the movie. She's not just doing it. And this is my duty. This is my husband. Prati, prati, prati. She's not like that. She's like, Ugh. you can see it on her face. Like yeah. whenever she's cleaning up, she's disgusted. Yeah. I totally get it. Like even during sex, all she can think about are those maggots and yes. food and putting her hand in the sink and you know, all brilliantly done. So number mm. one, in an oppressive structure, you can't really tell the truth because when you tell the truth, you have consequences, right? And then there's no room to express your opinion or even show solidarity. For right. example, what happens when she shares that Facebook video, right? She's just expressing her opinion. Yeah. And she, by sharing something on Facebook, what you're doing is you're saying, I agree with this and I want this to get more visibility. Mm. So sharing something on social media is a very, you know, harmless way of uh, showing solidarity. Sure. What happens? She's asked to delete that video. Yep. So in a structure like this, you can't have opinions. Mm. You can't tell the truth. And right. most importantly, throughout the movie, at least in the latter half of the movie, she has a cold Right, she gets a mm. cold. She's mm. not allowed to take care of herself, and she's she's made to sleep on the floor, which she's not used to. So she gets a lot of back aches. She's constantly clicking her neck. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is, in an oppressive structure, you're kept working all the time. Mm. So there's no time to relax. And I don't also want us to quickly uh, compare this family structure. I, I mean, what I'm trying to say is. I don't want us to think that corporate jobs are great. Why can't homemaker jobs be like corporate jobs? Mm. I, don't, I don't want to do that so quickly because if you look at corporate jobs as well, they also don't give you time to relax, especially when, when you want to really, you know, become, uh, you know, have a promo, get a promotion, mm. whatever. You want to do well on the job. You're kept working all the time. You yeah. don't really have time to, you know, actually do that, which is why people get, get a lot of fatigue working in a corporate sure. career. Sure. Right. So, so I, I would say that uh, we need to widen our imagination mm. uh, in terms of how we want to live ourselves. Not just immediately say, you know, homemakers uh, also must have jobs. Uh, you know, or, or, sorry, um, home managing must be treated as a corporate job. Yeah. Let's widen our imagination and think of how else uh, it could be better. And it yeah. cannot be a job. Job is something. There is no freedom in the job, right? As I said, you cannot back out. And you cannot mm. change companies, so to speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... I don't know what you mean. Hmm. No, listen. It's like you cannot back out. There is no like, I'm done. I'm fatigued. Actually, you can. Because there is something called a, a divorce. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. You can Let... back out. It's just, that, it's just that it's not easy. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Not easily backed out. But, back out. That's my... But that's, the, but that's the same thing with a corporate job, right? If yeah. you, let's just say that you have a job in a company. Mm. Or you have a government job and it really sucks, but you need the money because you yeah. need to put food on the table. Exactly. It's not that easy to resign, right? Yeah. 
it's just that in a corporate space or whatever in a you know in a you know stereotypical job you have you get money yeah. here you're supposed to uh, feel satisfied satisfied for the you're getting bhiksha you're getting your clothes and your food and and the thing is you uh, uh, see sometimes people want children okay i'm not going to doubt that mm. when want children whatever right as we don't but then we are made to feel like we are inadequate yeah for not wanting to have children and then on top of this day uh, uh, this 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 grind you have children on top of it so yes at this point at this point at this point you're like okay you know what whatever little fire you have in you mm. is burnt out now that i think i need to talk about this in the movie because one of my favorite characters in the movie is actually her mother in law right now when, when nimisha wants financial independence when she wants a job Hmm. Do you remember what her father-in-law the Achan says? He says, he says the work that you do itself is as good as a collector's yeah. work. Yeah, that hmm. but he also says something very important. Uh-huh. He says your uh, your mother-in-law which is his wife hmm. is an, has an MA is a postgraduate. Yeah. Sure sure. And apparently she approached him back in the day hmm. uh, uh, wanting to work hmm. and his father told him to uh, dissuade her against it. right yeah. so she, she basically did the same thing that nimisha's character did sure and so which which means that she had that fire in her to mm. not settle for this life to 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 be her own person to yeah. you know get her own money but they just stamped that fire out and she's like you know what uh, that's that's the story of so, at least 10000 of my relatives who were aeronautical engineers civil engineers software engineers but they ended up you know serving tea serving dosas and uh, their potential was left behind i don't know if you remember i don't know if you remi- remember this uh, mm. in the movie the 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 the, the shot where the actin says uh, your work is great as great as the work that bureaucrats do you won't believe this but the director is so brilliant the very next shot is her washing his underwear yes with a look of extreme disgust on her face what satisfaction am i supposed to get from washing a grown man's underwear mm-hmm. what satisfaction what are you talking what is this bullshit so this movie number 1 is about self respect number 2 is about men's bullshit right so you're giving me a lot of bullshit about mm. uh, you know the satisfaction, satisfaction that i'm about to get and you know what if I, if if i if i get satisfaction i will feel it you don't mm. have to make me feel it i will feel the satisfaction and i will do it so if i don't feel satisfied i'm going to go and see that's the thing she's so passionate about dancing she wants yeah. to be a dance teacher there are many shots in the movie adikadi you see her just you know watching sure. dance videos on youtube sure, that sure. is the thing that gives her satisfaction mm. even at the end when she's doing the rehearsal the look of satisfaction on her face you know it's just glorious to see how joyful she is that she's right. able to choreograph this whole excellent routine mm. right so that is the thing that she gives get satisfaction that is the thing that she you know get paid for and exactly. there's also a suggestion there that says even if she's being you know even if she's not getting a lot of money for it she would still do it yeah i'd like to think that like, i'd like to think that she would even offer free classes because that is the thing that gives her satisfaction not exactly. washing underwear exactly that to somebody else's underwear yeah right precisely so, yeah. so uh, movies about self respect and men's bullshit Mm-hmm. I think we can add more to the list as we continue talking. E- even everything becomes a chore, right? All the chores are dumped on her. Like the very fact of breakfast preparation. Like I am this lazy bum who wakes up at 10 a.m. I'm like, how many women are waking around the country at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. every day 
without any choice and preparing food for five people here i am i i i once prepared food for my family i'm cutting eight onions blasting led zeppelin songs for like one hour i'm like these women are supposed to like do all this in one hour wrap up their lunch bags and then wrap up their husband's lunch bag i just yeah. when i when i when i thought about just add every, children to the mix yeah add children to the mix i'm like this is so much work and we have been dumping it on women for like millennium right centuries yeah and also uh, i want to say two things at this point mm. the first thing is so when she's on her period she's treated like she's untouchable and unseeable right sure, sure, she's sent sure. to some corner of the house yeah uh, she's not allowed to touch things everything needs to be separate you know mm. the whole thing mm. so even and people have this horrible excuse where they say you know this is indian culture where you know we care so much about the woman that when she's on her period we don't want her to do anything we want sure. her to relax Mm. uh okay then why don't you let her do whatever the hell she wants mm. point number 1 point number 2 uh so a decent person a decent person would then if, if they're actually allowing her to relax right. then you're supposed to do the cleaning and the cooking but no that void is also filled by another uh, woman servant. Usha, usha's character sure yeah so uh that, underpaid is, oh underpaid underpaid we underpay not, our not servants effective. massively yeah so that's been a problem in our country for god knows how long so this is what i wanted to say that you know this lack you know so even when one woman is not working you bring in another woman yeah and when she ha- something happens to her you bring in another so it's just that the men never want to do uh in that particular scenario the men never want to do uh, unpaid labor yeah okay. exactly if you think okay women are getting again the classic argument of shelter food clothing they're not even getting proper sex right can we mm. can we assume that is that a fair yeah. declaration to do definitely. from the from the movie and we we are not exactly a sexually educated country let's be honest no one I teaches us about of, yeah and yeah. there is repression and then you're not allowed to talk about it you're not allowed to talk about it and i just feel bad like okay you know what that's that's what scares me about like arranged marriages like what if you're not sexually mm. compatible what do you do mm. you not you you have no education to communicate there is no such thing called therapy or therapist it's considered shameful to uh, you know go mm. consult someone right and most men are like pretty fucking selfish in the bed forget selfish it's more like entitled yes you're, you're, you're entitled to my body it's like that mm. you know mm. So I don't care how you're feeling. I don't care if you are tired, if you don't want to have sex. I don't care if you want to have sex in a particular way. I'm just going to get on top of you and hump you like I'm a dog and you're a bitch. And then I'm going to go fall asleep. I don't really care. There's no care, you know. Mm. Like how do I care for your needs? That that does not seem to be there. And that's the thing. Like I said earlier when I when I said there's no room for truth telling. She tells sure. him the truth. She tells him it hurts when you when you have sex with me mm. can we please have some foreplay? foreplay so there's truth and there is a request mm. neither of which uh, is respected so what does he say he says uh if i have to do f- so first he actually uh alle- like alleges that i'll tell you i'll tell you I'll, that for me yeah. is one of the like one of the best scenes of that movie was where i just went like divorce that shit you know where he said you're not really desirable enough to for me to do the four plays he says something like that no before yeah but before that you know what he says he says oh four play so you know what four play is mm. as if to say that the very fact that you know so much about sex means that you probably already you're not a i'm not your first mm. 
So there's already this fetishizing of virginity that men sure. do, which is just is gross. But apart from that, there's then, then he says, uh, then he says that uh, if I have to do foreplay, then I have to feel something for you. Yeah. And I think that it is at that point that we see Nimisha's character break down for the first time. Exactly. I feel like at the, from that point onwards, pivotal moment. Yeah. Twist. It's a pivotal moment because from there onwards, there's no more. Uh, the gloves come off. Yeah. She, everything. She starts showing her emotions. Uh, you know, way more uh, vividly. Sure. And, uh, her disgust with him becomes clearer and clearer after that one scene. Sure. And men lose virginity ten years before marriage, but they still want the virgin woman. So that's that's the classic. Yeah, classic. Um, and then, and then, what happens is, what I see among my friends, who are, tons of them are getting married, right? Mm-hmm. They live shit life as bachelors. Their mm-hmm. houses are shit. Mm-hmm. Their rooms are shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not the most tidiest person in my circle, but when they get married, the mm-hmm. same houses are clean as fuck. Mm-hmm. There is this, there is this guy who got married, and he just he was married just before the lockdown he moved to a different city but then the lockdown happened so she was separated from his wife mm-hmm. they united after like 3 4 months in the lockdown and he said like dude like every single powder is at the right box in my kitchen i feel so good i'm like you would have done that like before you met your wife right like you could have felt yeah. the same special before right what the fuck is stopping so you so i rem- thank you for bringing this up because i finally remembered what i wanted to say sure earlier uh, in the in the movie uh, this mother this mother in laws so yeah. suraj's character the husband also has a sister right sure and the sister is somewhere else right yeah she's pregnant yeah and she calls the mother in law mm. this aging lady to come and again labor for her Mm. You no, know, she, she, she. Even though she looks like she has enough money to hire someone and pay them properly, like compensate them properly for the work that they can do, sure. she still hires her mother because she does not have to pay the mother, right? Mm. So, uh, you, you know, and the mother is like mother's you know mother's love she, comes for free. Ah, you know, horrible. Mm. Uh, so the mother says she actually stands up for herself. She says, you know, I can't come. Can you find somebody else? You know, yeah. there's so much to do here. Mm. And that fucker, she says. there is somebody else now there's somebody else now na so mm. you come she will take care so what i'm trying to say is in india i feel like uh, at least in the subcontinent men get married so that they have somebody to take care of themselves oh my god can i just pause you here so for a moment can i no. just pause you here for a moment i am at this marriageable age and uh, one of my relatives said like How i'm like yeah let's not reveal that so uh this there is this relatives like why don't you get married i'm like dude marriage is a lot of hard work and i'm kind of intimidated by that fact i mean i love my careless little life and you know mm. it's pretty it's hard work and like dude you don't have to work hard the wife will take care of you she will do it for you i'm like uh well so you need a nurse you need a nurse and a maid and a cook and a cleaner and then so uh, all these people and pay them properly some, sometimes Treat a mental properly. sometimes mental health therapist sometimes a personality mm. developer you know mm. sometimes sex coach you know all that yeah. you're getting it for free mm. and you you want it badly oh my god you want it by the age of 27 mm. so yeah and uh, for for women because we're not allowed to have a at least as far as this movie goes we're not allowed to have jobs yeah uh, so what we get is we get food clothing shelter and the mm. protection of a man mm. who disrespects you most of the time yeah for uh, and the women who are working they that's like double work that's like doing two jobs with one unpaid job <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's like yeah. people men See, work the thing is yeah the thing is the reason why women 
the reason why movies movies like this are made is because if in a household if the family structure was not like this mm. if women were not treated like slaves right we wouldn't be really fighting for this right for sure. example let us say that i have a husband let us say that he cooks and i clean i cook and he cleans and we have this great communication going uh we we care for each other we respect each other we we don't neither of us feels like we're being taken for granted right yes. then i wouldn't go on a crusade uh telling people that you know <laughs> my marriage sucks or i feel mm. terrible right because i don't feel like i'm taken for granted my needs are taken care of i feel like i'm being respected that mm. is that is truly important sure. right but the thing is the reason why movies are made like this keeping a particular audience in mind which is women is because women feel like they're taken for granted mm. that they you know the, the entire weight of managing the house is put on them so if that didn't happen i don't think women will really ask to be paid for you know whatever they're doing because then exactly it's being equally distributed you go ahead and you have your job i go ahead i have my job we come home and we deal with this shit together we yeah. clean up after our own shit and when we do that when you clean up after your own shit every day i wouldn't mind cleaning up to, uh, cleaning up after you that one day when you're sick yeah. or that one day when you're in a rush exactly. right because i know that there was a particular reason why i had to put your plate in the sink because you had to rush mm. or you were sick there's no resentment in me what nimisha's character feels throughout the film is resentment and what her husband feels throughout the film is entitlement entitlement so the more entitled the more entitled he feels the more resentful she feels which is why that 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 shot where she just throws that bucket of uh, yeah. you know sink water yeah. is so cathartic to people like me who were like fuck this is what this motherfucker needed exactly. right and then the scene after where uh, she gets super pissed with her uh, brother mm. who asks her sister to get water actually no he doesn't ask he asks his mother to get water and the mother says yes. to the girl to the little girl go get water to for your brother and, and she his character is like you know get your own fucking water yeah your, yeah get your own water what the, mm. what is the matter with you exactly you know exactly i i love the fact what i love about the movie is like these the men that they try to show in that movie are not exactly like these demons of abusers or something like i mean they are abusing right mm. but not abusing to our definitions right they're not exactly like mm-hmm. bad men in our desi definitions of culture they're good men that's a good family respectable family and they are normal men normal yeah. men because so we have because it shows you how yeah, horrible normalcy it, is yeah it shows you the shit side of the normalcy what how we have normalized shit you know how we have normalized entitlement how we have normalized this expectation you know just the free expectation um, and and i was like this dude this this old ass guy needs wife to get the footwear for him so that is, he can wear when when good point and when she's not around he looks around he's like he needs to go out and he realizes that his feet are missing something he walks and gets it himself so fucker can do it himself yes. he was always able to do it himself but no to come and hand it to him yeah compensated work is what men do mm. and and what men mostly yeah. do things that they get appreciation for mm. for example there was this time after lockdown i like cooked for like 50 people and mm. i loved the compliment once twice thrice 
and then i'm like mm. you know your women have been doing this for like past 60 years your wife mm. your wife has been doing it for like 20 years i just cook once and like what what's what's mm. different here which is what i wanted to said earlier let's not talk about exceptional things that men mm. do mm. or let's not talk about exceptional men no i'm not trying to brag here i'm like trying to point at the no, stark yeah. difference about the appreciation yeah. that i got which i felt good for like first 3 minutes and then i'm like uh, 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 what's happening here no, it's like saying oh oh he takes such good care of the daughter yeah mm. he better he's, he, he's the father exactly <laughs> start for doing the bare minimum and there are two ways men get treated when they treat their women nicely okay one is they get over appreciated like wow he takes he cooks for his wife he cooks he brings It's groceries like for his wife standard. yeah right. you have really no standard oh my god like and appreciate this guy he maintains equality in the house i'm like dude that's like that should be normal that's there are there is second yeah there is second type the second type is like men get shamed to joru ka gulam ban gaya you become your wife's slave okay and they are shamed you're such a pussy man like make your wife work you know that is the other kind of that's like this weird masculinity element coming yeah, yeah, yeah. in which should so be I, massively I, 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 redefined sure go on true for sure so when you look at uh, the first thing that you said it's a very very good point because why do we have such low standards see women we talk to each other about the horrible things that men keep doing mm. right and mm. how other women also enable this this system of mm. horribleness mm. uh so then the reason why at least in our indian society we have such low standards for 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 men mm. and such high standards for women is because we are not allowed to date right we are mm. not allowed to date people so for example if i dated a bunch of men i know how i know how some men are better than other men in terms of how they treat me in terms of how they communicate in terms of you know their visions of the world in terms of so many things ideology sure. politics i need to i need to shop in order to know what's good for me mm. i need to you know date three men four men i don't know how many men every every person has a different number yeah. but i need to personally i feel like if people were allowed to date without you know without being shamed for it mm. without having to keep it secret then we wouldn't have such low standards because then oh. we'd be like you know what my ex boyfriend was not as shitty as you are my ex boyfriend is much better than you so i think i'm going to break up with you and find somebody who is better for me or it could be like you're much better than my ex man he was an asshole thank god i broke up with him so now you'll be able to calibrate your standards better if you're allowed to choose if you're allowed to date but no you get married as soon as you're 22 24 if you're lucky that you know he's a decent person you're like He's so decent. He washes his own teacup. Bitch, you're being taken for a ride. People are supposed to wash up after themselves. You just don't know because you have not dated enough, mm. right? And so, if women ask for ask for this right to date, we are through all kinds of shit is thrown at us. And I speak from personal experience where I've been told that it was a mistake to get me educated. Mm. because now i'm having all these ideas of uh, uh, you know western culture and how indian culture is being forgotten as if i was responsible for upholding indian culture i refuse to be held responsible for whatever happens to indian culture a and b what the hell is indian culture there's so many indians there's like a billion of us mm. we have so many cultures what exactly are you talking about you're talking about brahminical culture where the woman is a slave 
let me be let me be this devil's advocate here again asshole devil's advocate why do you call women a slave we we, we respect them we call them goddess okay and then we we call them mothers and we love our mothers we are so protective of our, our sisters daughters are uh, the heaven of a father's eye and all that jazz what no, are you talking I, about you know what najib i'm gonna, i'm going yeah i'm going to keep my cat in a cage Mm. and give it food every 8 uh, hours mm. not let it go anywhere because if it goes anywhere then it can be killed mm. uh so my cat is going to be extremely protected it it, it won't go anywhere it it live until it's uh, 25 years old sure. and it'll have its cage which is always clean and i will give it food every 8 hours this is my response right well what is the cost of the protection you're giving me exactly right the returns are so little yeah i don't feel happy that i'm protected by you mm, i want that. to protect myself a and b protection must be a two way street as well i don't want to be super independent i don't want to live like a hermit or anything mm. i want us to be interdependent right sure. i want you to depend on me and i want my i i i want you know myself to be dependent on you mm. i want us to be involved together in this right both of yeah. us have stakes in this relation you can't just by be like i'm going to lock you up in a room so that you stay protected sure what is the cost of this protection where is my freedom exactly there are many points that various men will feel ashamed watching this movie and the point let me tell you the point where i felt ashamed was when the guests come over to that house and all the responsibility yeah. of feeding the guests is like dumped on her and then mm-hmm. i reflected to a moment where i love my mom's dosas and i just called five mm-hmm. of my friends to taste my mom's dosas just like that and mm. i didn't do Did shit you check to with her mom, i checked with my mom she will accept because she's mom mm. okay and i didn't realize that and um mm. i didn't do shit to help her obviously and then we just had a great time and i had this weird satisfaction that like whoa my friends liked my mom's dosa and then when i i i felt i felt bad about it later as well but this scene reminded me of that i'm not trying to disrespect my friends i loved the fact that they came over and you know they were like had a good time but at what cost did they have that good time is 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 yeah. the point right and that point hit me home when i saw that particular scene also yeah then that man who comes home he says today it's a holiday for all the women we're going to take care of everything mm. they do the fun stuff najib they do the fun stuff which is the cooking and the eating the clean up is left to her again and then he has the audacity to say what is left to clean uh, what is left what what work is left yeah he did everything yeah you know the point that i was telling you the only fun thing about cooking is the cooking itself yeah it's like this it's like men or or i can actually extrapolate it to in any given situation mm. the oppressor mm. it could be in in a caste hierarchy class hierarchy gender hierarchy anything race the, yeah the figure of the oppressor mm. there is so much of labor that is invisible to the oppressor yes or it's it's very much there they just choose not to see it because choosing mm. to see it makes one you know it 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 presses on your conscience and you'll have to start taking some very difficult decisions such as washing your own teacup sure right so you don't want to take those such difficult decisions you'd rather mm. just look away and give bullshit such as this is uh, also satisfying if it is also satisfying why don't you do it yourself why don't you get that satisfaction if that satisfaction feels so good why don't you get that a uh, uh, bit of that satisfaction and i'll do the old boring day job as the bureaucrat because it's work bitch that's why you don't get the satisfaction it's mundane it's a chore yeah and, and and just look at these jobs that are held up as great jobs as mm. bureaucrats and collectors and police officers how many of them actually work i mean just look at the stereotype of this 
just look at it stereotypically i'm i'm sure that there are a lot of collectors and bureaucrats who actually work but yep. when you think of indian government officials do you think of them as hard working people mm-hmm. not, because not if they were hard working people they have way too yeah, many lunch breaks way too many lunch and, and i'm talking about like high end jobs yeah, the sure, clerks sure, sure. and the they, they they are running around sure. you know working sure, sure. the ones sitting in their ac rooms and all i ah, they, they 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 just seem to like government job that's it because that job is just that just that's just that's just extension of an entitlement that's yeah. what it is yeah so you are like i've gotten the government job i'm happy mm. now i don't even have to actually work yeah. i can just sit here while away time and you know i'll get my salary i'll get my pension i'll get whatever whatever so i don't even have but with a woman woman's uh, labor can she actually do that according to this movie at least no nope. you have to actually produce deliverables to use yeah. the language You deliverables the, the deliverables yeah. are good dosa the good dal the clean utensils the clean floor the great bed the great laundry yeah. everything deliverables because if any of these is missing you're you're noticed and you're you know brought to book right exactly immediately, immediately. a grain in, of salt in, in a grain of salt will be bought yeah. yeah exactly in these in these coveted jobs that apparently are not as great as mm. working in the kitchen you're not brought to account unless activists or you know other people in the office actually notice that some kind of corruption is happening and you know there are rtis and then there's media pressure mm. these things don't happen on a daily basis do they because yeah. if they did happen on a daily basis our country wouldn't be like this exactly you know that's exactly why our food is great but our government is not great because we hold our food very accountable very quickly mm. which is yeah. especially which which is made by women 99% of the time and in, even if you look at labor that's highly underappreciated yes. the construction of uh, who are building our roads our railway tracks the buildings that we live in we don't know the names of people who who are actually involved in these and it's all called like you know unorganized sector skilled labor can mm. you fucking build a house how is this non skilled labor what is the matter with you the number of things that go into building a house it's insane you need to have an insane skill yeah skill set to mix cement and line the bricks and do the plastering and the centering and the slab and all of that There's so much involved and you have these kids you bring these kids with you and the kids play in the sand and you're worried about the kids there's so much happening how yeah. is that unskilled labor i don't get it how is cooking unskilled labor it's unskilled labor it's unpaid job and it's a job without leisure i mean like 18 but hours out of somebody right but if you have somebody who's uh, you know i don't know what is the word investment banker mm. right uh, you know basically conning people <laughs> right they lose money uh, that is that takes a lot of skill and i'm not even mm. uh, saying it's sarcastically that does take a lot of skill that how how productive is that right how are you helping yeah. uh, you know society at large you you just helping yourself exactly i love the fact that he chose to show her work in kitchen for so long the camera stays and it makes you watch and it makes you feel guilty makes you feel ashamed like look at the shit look at what your women go through 
this is their life you can't watch the mm-hmm. shit for 10 minutes bitch they do this mm-hmm. for 60 years every day hours together hours in the kitchen all right there and it's then... a very interesting documentary that i would really like you to uh, mention the whatever i don't know there's a link to it i think it was only sold on dvd mm. uh it's it's a movie directed by this uh, director called divya bharati sure. okay i just thought of it when you talked about how uh, you know things are made to be hyper visible mm. it's called kakus you know what kakus means yeah yeah toilet yeah mm. yeah so it the movie it's a documentary and the filmmaker divya bharati she just goes around talking to uh, manual scavengers and the thing is uh, this was shown in my uh, university mm-hmm. and people uh some of them they couldn't bear to see the visuals so they just yeah. walked away sure so this when you said you know uh, people do this for 60 years you can't even sit through you know 10 minutes of it that's it mm. reminded me of that mm. about how people don't even want to look because it you know makes you queasy but think about the people having to do this shit exactly have to do that shit and you appreciate the clean street without knowing who's cleaning it who's cleaning it who's keeping it clean exactly and all yeah. of that apparently is unskilled labor does yeah. not require it does not require any skill why don't you do it but you no know, but you feel that it's beneath you and you need your 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 pf and your paycheck and your mm. uh, you know uh, what is that thing travel allowance yeah. you need all of it right yeah obviously we are not compensating that because there is abundant people available to do that that's how capitalism works but that's I'm a different story if, yeah i'm just wondering if people tell manual scavengers that it's a lot of uh, satisfaction that you can get by cleaning mm. other people you know this is god's work mm. this is spiritual work cleaning people's shit is spirituality anyway, yeah it's a good that's a good comparison you know and one argument that i hear is like these days things are changing men are getting better and there is more equality we are allowing women to work allowing and, women to work yeah you obviously hear those things right women are mm. being allowed to work and men are getting better there is equality men are also helping wife and all of that but that is again that you're looking at such Same a small thing. statistic ignoring the rest of the I country think, yeah i think i think it's i think it's i think men are irrelevant mm. right what i mean by that is it does not matter what men in this particular heteronormative gender debate men versus sure. women i i think that whatever you have to say whatever you have to do it is important that you do it quietly exactly it is important that you don't draw attention to yourself and your experiences and make yourself out to be this exceptional man mm. you know i think it's important that uh, you just keep quiet you identify so much with the idea of men mm. with your own gender that to you uh, when you see a story where the man is not you know uh, a police officer where a man is not being glorified mm. you automatically identify with that man and you feel so defensive that is the problem sure why when when i say men are trash or men are irre- irrelevant najib mm. do i am i talking about najib no it's about, about it's about a bigger picture it's much bigger than najib so when i say when i say men i don't mean you why are you getting defensive are you all yeah. men you're yeah. not all men if you if you will get defensive if you are all men that's the point yeah exactly so when so we have given ourselves the right mm. to say that men are trash mm. that is the right we give ourselves right sure. you can't take it away from us right if you say women are trash mm. on you but we are going to fight that yeah our solidarity is so great that we are going to fight that but if you but if we say men are trash you won't have many people backing you up because yep. there is no solidarity amongst men 
and there is no solid and then dude you're so you already have so many privileges so that's the thing you you, yeah. you you choose not to see it because suddenly mm. people are speaking up and you feel like you're being put in a spot you feel like your identity is being questioned but the thing is you're not actually questioning your identity you only mm. feel like you're being the victim yeah which is these come out which is why art comes out because we exactly. do everything we can to help you help you see that you know we we have we've had it bad for so long and we just want some respite mm. right here's here's one more thing i i take care of my wife hence i bought mm. maids for her why don't why don't you just share the load hashtag yeah. just yeah. share the load I, see, I, even I, if you have even if you have maids right you're not going to be paying them as much as you're earning right mm. you're not going to be compensating them properly appropriately mm. right you're not going to be doing that you're going to give them 2000 rupees per month and then you're going to make them work their asses off no holidays treat them with such disrespect sure sometimes you don't even refer to them by their name so how are you making the situation better you're just shifting your repression to other women Yeah. which is not your wife and you expect appreciation for that that's the thing men expect mm. appreciation for doing and the la- and 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 i had this guy who legit told i had two guys legit told one one lady and one guy one lady said like poor people in america man they clean their own house they clean their own toilets here in india everyone does it for you and there was this legit guy i said like dude i'm actually trying plan to move out of the country and he's like why do you want to move out man here you can have comfortable life earn more money and you know shit gets taken care of why do you want to move out mm this entitlement you're so used to having people clean up after you mm is are there any other scenes that hit you hard uh, maybe uh, you said you didn't identify with with the character but you must have seen your as you said your mother sister cousins etc etc et yeah yeah definitely i mean i've had so many uh, fights with my dad this one time in fact i just yelled at him i said i'm not your servant can you please get the water yourself mm. he got really pissed and you know and there's so many times i've heard my mother just criticizing him under her breath yeah. saying why can't he do this for himself like why do i have to do this you know sure so i have felt what nimisha's character has felt but not definitely not to the degree in which she has to go through you mm. know because she's working so hard and i'm i'm not like that the point of this movie was to initiate a conversation at least we had a conversation the bare minimum we can do so i felt uh, so i can tell you what i felt after i finished watching the movie mm-hmm. i felt happy for the character to me the character felt like a real person yeah who actually you know walked out of a really bad situation she helped mm. herself she did not wait for uh, ayappa to come and help her sure. she did not wait for god to help her uh you know nothing yeah, she that, just did what that, she had to do in order to get out how many can, how many can walk and out I, like I, that I and i love how she uses the little girl as her accomplice and says mm. bolt the door so that these two can't escape sure because if you remember before she throws the bucket of water at uh, suraj's mm. character mm. he's coming to hit her yeah she's not she's not having any of that mm. she's not going to you know she's not going to you know take that line down so she mm. just basically immobilizes them bolts them uh, bolts the door locks them in and then just goes her way but, so, but here's the argument why can't every woman walk out like that what's stopping them that's a very bad question mm 
because then you're putting the onus on the woman who's already in a bad situation. Exactly. So the question to ask is why can't men stop being assholes? Mm. So when you're in an abusive situation, it's 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 just very indecent to ask why. Exactly. Why can't you, why do you... Exactly. Sure, sure. Well, that was a hopefully Thank that you. was a thought provoking. It was very easy to talk to you. So I I was yeah. actually like I had notes and everything. I didn't even have to consult it. So thank you. Oh so my god. Much. Oh, you had any some any interesting points to say? Go ahead. I mean, I don't know if I if I missed something. Oh no 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 not really. I think I've we've covered everything actually. Mm. Ah yeah, the first I was just noting down all the points in the movie where it starts off like with those really small things mm. and then it just becomes bigger and bigger. So I remember that the first time in the movie where she's somewhat put off by the situation in the house is sure. when she offers tea to the father-in-law and the father-in-law mm. says i've not brushed my teeth and then mm. she's like nonchalantly okay then go brush your teeth i'll heat up the tea for you and he's like brush like fucking child only yeah so she's, she's just you know taken aback she's like why should i give you your toothbrush so it just starts off you know the toothbrush and then exactly. the sink breaks and then snowball you know, she's made to- it snowballs then she's made to grind chutney by hand mm. he needs the rice to be cooked on a fire and then she's not allowed to have a job so that's a big thing right mm. and then she's not allowed to share her opinion on his table manners and then her body starts to ache yeah and then she she says to him you know why can't we have better sex again mm. that's a very big point in the movie mm. and then the friends come over and at this point she has had enough yes. right the, the disgust is visible on her face and then period mm. happens Sure. She's made sit hey, in one. Don't room. forget the washing of the clothes. Don't wash in the washing machine. She washes the she washes yeah, her true. father-in-law's underwear by hand. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, you know, starts off with like seemingly small things sure. and then it snowballs and you know the camera work also changes. In the beginning mm. it's all still shots and as the movie progresses it becomes like a shaky camera that's handheld. Yeah. And you you get to you get to realize that you know things are unraveling at a very fast pace. Mm. And it all comes yeah. and 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 I, I, what what i have some issue that i have with indian way of making movies on issues is they become very preachy you know for example if i take a movie like mulk right for example it's a, it's a that movie has a great message but to my taste it sounded very preachy to me very on the face what 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 i love about this movie is there is absolutely nothing preachy about this there's absolutely right. nothing preachy about this very very few dialogues very neatly written mm. whatever the few lines are written it's what's between those lines it's the silence between mm. those lines I mean, there's no background music it's there's no background music the, the the director wants you to not only watch the mundane chores he also wants mm. you to listen to it you know he she, he yeah. wants he wants to listen to the, the immersive experience exactly the the chewing of the the ben and and the, they put that waste yeah. of on that and the junk from the sink oh it's just great great filmmaking it's and a yeah it's just yeah. brilliant filmmaking and i absolutely love the movie and i recommend mm-hmm. everyone to watch it okay. and it's just in, fact, uh, in preparation for this podcast i watched it again a second i did time. i did same um, mm-hmm. i i watched it twice and it's just like I'm not bored at all like this it's just so captivating it's be- it's beautifully made and it's me being i'm the beneficiary of the patriarchy obviously mm-hmm. and then lockdown especially and living by myself and all that stuff and because before lockdown i had made would take care of my cooking when i was going to the office and, and 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 everything but after the lockdown it just i changed a kind of a realization dawned upon me like how much work the shit is for one person 
and i don't do that much work myself i'm like let's not use too many plates so that i don't have to wash too many plates but when i went yeah. home i'm like there are five people using 10 plates and 10 cups and 10 bowls and then mm. my mom has to wash it and then we help but that amounts to nothing and then the maid mm. and then just the amount the staggering amount of work that a homemaker will do and i used to be of this opinion i used to be have this asshole opinion that homemakers just sit and watch serials i'm like serials are like the last resort of their leisure right i mean now if anyone is watching i'm like fucking watch it watch more and <laughs> whatever no the point i'm trying to make is like i don't know why i i would just wish first the realization should come and then the action should follow and it's like that's exactly why i'm like i so, i'm so hesitant to call myself a feminist because when i when i call myself a feminist am i a twitter feminist am i a feminist in real life i question that myself mm-hmm. right and then it's a work in progress and uh, also you need to question why it is important for people to know that you're a feminist why is it important yeah exactly exactly it's not important and just, just do the right thing just do the decent thing just, you don't even have to center yourself and make sure that you're that one man in the room who's like, who's exceptional Mm, okay. just yeah go under the radar like most of the women do in yeah. our society just be be be, be quiet exactly just, it, under the radar yeah. that's a good note yeah. to end this podcast thank you very much it Rabbi. is ironic <laughs> given yeah. that it's a podcast <laughs> yeah that is a good note to end it be under the radar men and thank you very much ramya for Bye. joining to this podcast thank yeah. you very much listeners for tuning in go watch the movie and i hope so me stream it costs about 150 sure. sure i hope it gives you some realization i hope you have that buddha like moment under the tree but more like on your couch while you're watching this on that note see you next time with another episode.